0: Frank, 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 it is the middle of beautiful October in Seattle, Washington, so you know that
1: it's cloudy. <laughs> yeah, actually, now that you say that, it's actually quite sunny out and lovely. Actually, what it is, is the day goes through the sun, cloudy, sun, cloudy, cloudy, cloudy cycle. I can't wait. Nine months yeah. of it. Yeah.
0: Actually, I wanted to kind of discuss really quick. A lot of our listeners we've met recently in person, but also just via Twitter. They've always asked if we a live close to each other and B, do we (laughs) record in the same room as each other? This seems to be a common question. I Do you get this question Mm. often?
1: I do. And it, it baffles me because I think I wouldn't talk over you so much if we were actually in the same room. But at the same time, I think it'd be very awkward to record in the same room. And I I would assume people would jump to those conclusions.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I've been in I've been in kind of podcast recording live. I've been on iFreaks. I've been on a few other podcasts where we sat in a room together and they had a very elegant set up with proper mics that you know do certain things i think it would probably work good but we're not really i don't know i don't want to walk 15 minutes to your house but frank and i do live <laughs> extremely close yeah. to each other literally 15 minutes away but that just seems like too far for me to possibly move um in well, life and i think often i travel a lot so often i'm actually recording from hotel rooms or vice versa so
1: there's quite a grade to get to your place too it's a whole mile away uphill and that's just mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> not gonna happen you know yeah. not too often at least
0: <laughs> but we did see each other last night in person to go see Blade Runner 2049 and what'd you think let's break it down for the people
1: oh are we doing follow-up on Blade Runner okay <laughs> how well, long you know, was whatever, that like five it was hours a, or four I, it was about I, I 15
0: and a half hours
1: oh wait yeah okay it only felt like four <laughs> how
0: so what do you give um, what do you give blade runner as a thumbs up thumbs down and then blade runner 2049 and how do they compare
1: I was actually a late comer to Blade Runner, so that one gets a huge B plus in my book. Even though I absolutely love it, the new movie gets a big C plus. But that's terrible. <laughs> I hate rating things. Now I just feel guilty for saying that. Why'd you do that well, to me?
0: This will go on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm sure. Metacritic <laughs> review. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought that you know, the first one is very artsy in a way too slower moving this one's more actiony um but still mm-hmm. slow moving futuristic mm-hmm. whatever they're both good i both i think they're good good movies
1: the the visuals in this one were gorgeous so if, if you're not. a sci-fi nerd you're just gonna love that and yeah i did I at least so. i want to copy some uis from it
0: Yeah, And we got to, you know, hang out at the Cinerama, eat some chocolate popcorn. (laughs) It was delicious. Mm, Oh, I I got sick
1: on so much chocolate popcorn. But man, that bag isn't that it's it's enticing. You just want the whole bag. But then you're about an eighth of the way through and you realize this was a big mistake. (laughs) Yeah, it's so
0: good. I love it. That's why I get the small. See, pro move over here, small bag. Yeah. So
1: what else has happened in the life of Frank
0: Kruger? Anything
1: going on before we get into the show? Oh, nothing. I don't do anything, man. I just program, you know, UI frameworks and write networking code and program robots. It's not none of that's really airworthy.
0: (laughs) Not at all. No. Well, we did together this last weekend participate in a huge hackathon together that we want to talk about um, this week. But I want to unpack a little bit of follow up because I'm really into follow up,
1: Frank. Oh, okay
0: have noticed in the last few episodes.
1: Yeah, we're not. I'm excited for the main topic. Yeah, I had actually a lot of fun this last weekend with this hackathon, and I can't wait to talk about it. But since you're so excited about follow-up, let's do it. So
0: remember how we talked about getting performance out of your application using the profiler and how I never do any of that?
1: Mm, Yeah, yeah. Did we do a whole episode on it yet? I hope we did. I love profiling.
0: I think so. And if I did, I'll put it in the show notes. But. (laughs) I never was one to profile my applications, do a lot. I just do a lot of manual testing. But there was a bug that I've been leaving off for a long time in iOS because it, in one of my libraries, my media library, that if you took 70 to 100 photos, that eventually your app would run on a memory and crash.
1: Oh, this is guaranteed. So 70 times and it would just kind of go, huh? So it sounds like you're leaking memory. Nice Somewhere classic. I was
0: leaking something somewhere (laughs) yeah and I said you know what this is gonna take some time I'm gonna have to profile I'm gonna have to learn how our Mm -hmm. profiler works (laughs) and and go through so this morning I sat down and I took my sample application and I did a bunch of allocations, times snapshots and everything. I looked at the results. I didn't know what I was looking at. So I went into our Slack channel and said, hey, can someone analyze this? Oh, and,
1: you <laughs> cheater. <laughs> Mechanical Turk, well, that one.
0: <laughs> so then I, uh, Rodrigo uh, totally found my bug in my code. Uh, I, had a, I had a controller that was referencing a delegate and the delegate was never getting disposed of.
1: Oh, that's bad. Yeah. That's pretty classic, though. In iOS, we keep creating these memory loops between event handlers and things that respond to them and things that actually spend that actually live for a long time. And so it's really easy to keep these objects around, even though they're not on screen and no one can possibly interact with them. So that's kind of sad that you hit it, but you hit it with images often. So that's where you find these kinds of bugs. I, I would assume that actually most apps out there have these bugs. They're just not noticeable.
0: Yeah. And it's one of those things where if your application is only taking one photo or two photo and you're not taking a hundred photos because Mm -hmm. that's the thing is they keep going up and up. And I will say, Rodrigo, I said, I want to learn how this tool works. (laughs) So like how you diagnosed it. Yeah. So I now understand snapshots and allocations and live, and, and, I, and I said this is how I should take snapshots and look at it, and, and use the tool and look for um, cycles and everything like that. So I'm really mm-hmm. excited to announce that I use the profiler by myself later on after <laughs> I fix the bug to validate that I, I didn't, I actually closed it. So actually, that I I fixed it. So I'm very proud of myself, and that's my profiler
1: follow up. Uh, I love it. That that's very good. Um, proud of me. Uh, I, I am, especially because you realize that like you can't do a performance improvement unless you first measure performance. Like you could go around and start guessing and start deallocating everything, putting usings everywhere, trying to guess at where your memory leak is. But it's great to have like a before and after um snapshot so you can, yeah, prove that it's gone now. Yeah. So, so it's all gone. I'm very happy. I'm not even sure if I know how to use the cycles UI yet, <laughs> but eventually I'll learn to uh, just a funny note that, uh, so you were doing memory there, but, Often when I'm doing CPU profiling, I find that the CPU is spending a lot of time in, say, the garbage collector, the thing that frees memory. Mm. And that is a symptom that you're allocating too much. So quite often I start in the CPU profiler, but then end up in the memory profiler, realizing I'm just allocating way too much way often and fixing that kind of stuff. I love these tools.
0: I do love the tools. I'm glad that I know how to use them now. And I did not use them this last weekend where we participated in (laughs) our main topic. We participated in the Seattle Give Camp. Do you want to break down what this give camp is for everybody frank
1: yeah i'll do my best i'm never good at explaining things but um let's go let's start with a hackathon just because that's easy for everyone to think about we're going to get a bunch of programmers together over a weekend and they're gonna uh create about eight different projects and each of these projects is helping out a particular charity in the uh seattle area in our case but i guess you know they can go around if you want to do your own give camps but this is seattle give camp so for us um what did we have we had about eight teams of let's say about eight people each building a mobile app to help out a charity so this was everything from time tracking apps to helping uh, teachers teach sign language to submitting forms it was kind of all over the place but nice how was that
0: yeah, that was really good, and, and they do this Give Camp every year. This was the eighth year. It's the first time I participated in it, and I was actually one of the. I was kind of. I wasn't on the board, but I was not. ringleader. You, I was.
1: <laughs> you're around.
0: <laughs> I was a ringleader around. I was the technical liaison, if that is a good way of putting it, where I helped vet some of the nonprofits because there was oh, I want to say twenty or twenty-five submissions. Okay. And the reason they, they did everything mobile themed, which was really cool, because uh, in the previous years, they've done these and they just ended up being WordPress websites and, you know, developers like, oh, how many times do I got to update a WordPress website? And while it does help nonprofits, they go, hey, we want to try something different. Let's get out there and say we only are going to do mobile app submission. And. Little do you know that mobile app submission and creation is very different than WordPress publishing. (laughs) So it was a fun adventure and it was only my second ever, second or third ever hackathon. Uh, And I didn't really get to participate very much. I would say that I was the, like I said, technical liaison where people rushed over and asked me a million questions, which I was totally fine answering, which was super fun. But I was also the DevOps yeah of the day so so
1: let let me break this down for everyone i think we even did an episode where we talked about two-day apps and how they're basically an impossibility i mean even if you have the simplest idea that you can possibly boil down to like my app has two screens on it certainly i can write this app in two days and get it submitted uh it's challenging to say the least um so it's possible to write an app, but then a lot of these ones would be data backed and all that stuff. We wanted to set up, um, get, we needed ways to communicate with each other on the teams. Uh, I came in, there's all this like DevOps stuff, as you said, and you gave us all the great gift of, Uh, pre-configuring all that for all the projects, thus saving I think like a day or two probably in every project and at least a week of debates prior to that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this was very different than the previous hackathon that I've been participating in, which was a weekend game hackathon which was super fun but Mm -hmm. very different because the goal wasn't to have a completed full thing shipped to the app store it was more like hey what can i do in two days and maybe i have something playable prototype
1: yeah i am in the same camp my only previous hackathon experience was with a game and that was start from scratch uh the idea was work as hard as you can. Where you end up is where you end up. It doesn't really matter. But in this case, we're, we're working for causes that actually do matter. And so you couldn't help but to take it a lot more seriously. Um, you wanted to like, keep the feature set small so it was achievable in two days. You wanted to like take no nonsense. You wanted to end as many technical arguments as you could as quickly as you could, you know, (laughs) just keep pressing forward kind of stuff. So the vibe was certainly different. Games are just like, let's create awesomeness. This was like, let's try to make something functional.
0: Yeah. And it was eight teams. I believe we had 50 or 60 people. Now I did, like you said, a few things ahead of time, which is I did a training day. Uh, early on where a bunch of people came got xamarin all pre-configured learned about just xamarin forms architecture data binding and then i missed that
1: i could have used that that. i I needed a little refresher
0: (laughs) how does this whole xamarin thing work uh yeah
1: (laughs) i know i know it at a low level it's the high level i don't really understand
0: and i think what was important here was decisions were made and because when Mm -hmm. you go into a hackathon like a game one you're like oh though i'm just gonna file new whatever right who knows what i'm gonna use oh my
1: god throwing six or yeah let's even whatever any number of programmers together who have never worked together before we all come from such distinct backgrounds that even agreeing on like the simplest things of like what database should we use becomes an argument you know (laughs) We, we have to figure it out and so anytime you can just cut to the chase and just make a decision. It's it was just good. So it was great yeah. having all that.
0: Yeah. And that's why I decided that seven of the eight applications were going to be Xamarin forms based. I set up the project. I had a ASP.NET Core backend as a temporary thing set up that they could communicate with. And then one project was very map heavy, was all Xamarin mm. native, but these projects had all the shared code. They were in um, Visual Studio Mobile Center for DevOps. They had I even took to the point where if there was a map on the screen that I created a key store for Android and set it up to sign <laughs> and created the project so it no. automatically go and it was crazy. <laughs>
1: So yeah I I have only had to deal with maps on Android once and as he said it's kind of insane and <laughs> I I think no other project used maps because no one else wanted to go through that process so only the one that you had set up had maps set up even though we all probably could have put a map somewhere in the somewhere, app. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it was
1: it was good to have that prep set up ahead of time and I guess
0: I wasn't super you know I was super active in this dev ops answering questions but i wasn't i guess in the team so like how was your experience over these two days of of doing it like what's your overall Mm. view of the hackathon
1: exhausting (laughs) (laughs) we worked a lot and we had a lot to do and um it was oh boy you know like you want to plan an app but as we talked about it you really can only plan an app as you're writing the app and so as a team we tried to make some quick executive decisions in the beginning you know like who's going to store the data where is it going to get transferred uh who's working on what i think that was a little bit of a tricky thing like we didn't elect a team lead we probably should have (laughs) for someone to just like uh make the final executive decisions but um eventually it kind of shook out we we would form teams did because you were going around did anyone else elect like a team lead like a a controller
0: there were definitely some projects so everyone had free range over it and there were a few i think there was two teams that did a like had a product manager that was Mm. essentially organizing what were the requirements what were going in tracking spreadsheets and just kind of managing
1: things because not everyone was a developer not settling technical debates though what we needed was a technical lead that just made like okay let's stop debating this let's just <laughs> go just on just do it yeah <laughs> yeah and i that think that kind of thing
0: i think a lot of people came to me and i think that's where we could have went a step further because i think the app side of things were good but i got a lot of questions this is what i kind of realized is if you give developers the ability or just anyone the ability to say it's an open book develop this here's the application go yeah. for it right and your right. mind starts spiraling I need charts i need graphs i need this drop down thing i need that thing no 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 you just need a list of strings that you click on and it goes right it doesn't need to be beautiful it needs to be functional function first i think that was my my uh realization that we didn't I didn't go from team. I should have been that technical. I wanted to be that technical liaison from team to team to say, hey, like, let me look at your app design. Like, no, you should use this control. You should use that control X, Y, Z. And I was able to facilitate some of those. But yeah, if there was a technical lead on each one, I think it would have been um, pretty butter.
1: Yeah, in that particular case, I think we did well. I think every team concluded very quickly that we do not have time to style these apps. <laughs> and so when it did come to demo day, it was kind of hilarious how every app had basically the same theme. <laughs> you know, these are all very different apps, but they all kind of look the same. And so I found that kind of hilarious because we all, two days, it just wasn't enough <laughs> to mm-hmm. do that level.
0: And you, even though you know you said two days was is hard for one person to create apps, but you did have you know five or six or seven people. And how did you even (laughs) attempt to manage who did what? Like, how did your group interact?
1: Yeah, um, it it settled out pretty fast in the beginning of I think pretty much all the apps in this did have a client and server split. So not only did we have to write an app, but we needed some kind of server sitting out in the cloud to store some data and give X. Uh, accessibility to that data to people and so it shook out pretty quickly who wanted to work on the server side and who wanted to work on the app side in the case of my team it was i volunteered to do the app side because that's obvious i'm not gonna work on the server and make a mess but at first i had like two people who weren't very familiar with xamarin forms but basically by the end of (laughs) end of the journey were pretty proficient you know so it started out not too many people on the app side but by the end we were cranking with three people uh i would say two full-time and then a third swinger coming in helping out and it it just shook it shook out that way and it was fine
0: yeah and i think Uh, what was what was nice is that we went around me and paul the organizer we went around and kind of checked in on all the teams and what i really liked was just the organization of the day so before we even get into success or failure. I did not
1: like those check-ins. We should, we should talk about those too. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I would like to get your point of view. I didn't actually like coming around giving to them. So I think that, you know, the days were very well organized. So it wasn't a nonstop 24 hour hackathon. Like people went home at 11 o'clock. We started at eight, you know, people could sleep. And I think Mm. that's good. Some
1: people went home. Yeah, I went home.
0: Um, (laughs) And But there was, you know, proper food, there was proper snacks, it was in a beautiful building, proper yeah. Wi-Fi. You know, on my side of things where I struggled is I was put in charge of handling all of the provisioning profiles, the DevOps oh, God, side of yeah. thing, the key stores, and figuring out have, Azure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you must have filled out so many web forms. <laughs> I can't uh, even imagine I, how many down- submit buttons you've hit. <laughs> I've,
0: I've, I've downloaded so many certs. And exported so many certs to P twelve, and put so many things in Google Drive, and put. I'm on so many. I I log into my Apple Developer account, and I'm on so many teams. That was my thing. I'm just like, oh, I'm going to be working with everyone afterwards. I'm now on your team. Like, just I'm on your team now. (laughs) Like, you know. Yeah. yeah. So um, that was really helpful. um,
1: Like one or two hours into our project, you had to commit into our repository. (laughs)
0: yeah I did that was pretty
1: funny I'm like where did that come from
0: (laughs) I just started committing code to master which I don't think people appreciated but I was doing build scripts and changing stuff but eh, I was like yeah whatever
1: uh yeah we we could do a whole nother talk on the git usage here because we're all trying to be good we're all working um in feature branches and doing pull requests but we were still hitting each other very fast because you know you're you're writing a big app and having to make big decisions each time you're given a piece of it especially in the beginning and you couldn't help but to conflict with each other (laughs) so our system basically got down to um did you finish your code when was the last time you committed okay do a pr it's been too long (laughs) you know get a pr get them in everyone rebases to it a little Little ticking timer goes by. I yelled to someone else. I think you should you should push up now too. <laughs> you know, like, so it was just more coordinating this dance of getting the code up into Git. We weren't the most perfect developer team in that regard.
0: <laughs> well, I think you, you 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 don't have the time to be. I think that some teams no. were. I think everyone was working in branches, which was good. We got everyone on the GitHub uh, organization, and all the teams were very organized, so you could push and create code. Um, I mean, you guys didn't put in any practice of code reviews or locking masks or anything like that, did you? We,
1: we did, in fact. Yeah. Um, the philosophy there was uh, we had people dropping in and out, just like mm-hmm. you said. And so the, the kind of rule was one other person had to look at your code. And it so we weren't so much interested in a code review of please go back and change how you implemented this. It was more like, does everyone know how this stupid thing is working? Because, you know, people can disappear anytime, and we still need to get stuff done. So it was just more, keep everyone on the same page. And we did that through quick code review glances oh that's very, good very light reviews
0: yeah that's good i like that because it's sometimes very complicated just i mean when i was doing the game hackathon i just did it by myself and that's how most people worked like i'm just gonna go create a game by myself but we had a lot of moving pieces on each application like you said there was multiple people exactly. working on apps and often that's shared code it's not like oh i'm gonna go work on just the ios part or i'm just gonna work on the android part like i'm working on all of it, you know, at the same time, yeah. <laughs> and that becomes very complicated, I have to imagine, just trying to say who's going to work on anything. But I do want to talk about how you yeah. manage the project a little bit. But let's take a quick break real quick and think. Yeah, so you can recoup here, you can organize mm. your thoughts on how you how you <laughs> got through the day. But let's thank uh, huh. our amazing sponsor, Each and Out. Nearly each and every week, I love I love this sponsor because I use them personally. They actually helped in the in the hackathon quite a bit with the, the beautiful community license. But it's our good friends over at Syncfusion. Frank, you know Syncfusion.
1: Oh, I love Syncfusion, and I love how you showed us all the controls that we could use from Syncfusion before we got into these apps. We're exactly, like, they're all pre written for
0: you. <laughs> yeah. Do you need charts, graphs, word? excel pdf generation do you need to integrate with big data create dashboards do any reporting syncfusion has everything for you they have been building the largest most beautiful sets of controls for all platforms we're talking asp.net android ios xamarin xamarin forms out there they build them to the best possible performance on each platform and they look beautiful absolutely everywhere and the xamarin forms ones are a cross-platform api so you get all these charts and graphs and controls and pickers and everything that you could possibly want all from shared xaml across all your applications and they have over 850 components and different enterprise products spanning not only just the controls but where they integrate in with those big data and dashboards and all these great things so you're saying, James. I need this in my life. I need to put it in my app. How much is it going to cost? Frank, how much is it going to cost? How much would you pay for this?
1: Uh, Realistically, these things used to go for like a couple hundred dollars for a sophisticated control. I think that's what I remember the old pricing for a eat. single
0: control. Yeah. Guess what? It's free. It's,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's actually they have a community edition, which is amazing. If you're making under a million dollars a year and in a small team of under five devs, Everything's free in the community edition. You can grab it, use all the controls, boom, you're good to go. After that, if you're in a big or you're in an enterprise, you're making lots of money, they have a flat fee starting at four grand for everything. It's not one control, it's every single thing inside of it. It's a flat rate, which I absolutely love because you're making a million bucks. You can slap over a few grand over to SyncFusion for everything you need. So now, where do you go to get started? Well, it's easy. You go to syncfusioncom merge conflict. That's it, syncfusion.com slash merge conflict start getting started today with the community edition and all of the amazing essential studios products especially the one for xamarin which i use myself and thanks again to Sync Fusion for sponsoring the show
1: yeah i'm really not kidding controls used to be so expensive it's amazing this new model yeah take advantage of it people <laughs> yeah take advantage
0: of it it's out there you know you think like oh you know that's the thing is you know you could imagine like, oh, I need a PDF reader. Like, oh, I need that. Now I need this thing. So you're cherry picking. I need this thing. I need that thing. And you're paying over and over and over again. And you're getting like, you know, just these weird licenses. No, everything, everything's included one flat rate or, or free for community edition, which is great. So I wanted to ask you, because again, I was not involved and I probably should have been more involved mm-hmm. in some <laughs> of the, <laughs> these things. But So you did pull requests. Did you, how did you product manage? Was someone product managing, creating issues
1: or mm. how did that work? no No. (laughs) do you regret this decision (laughs) in life (laughs) yes (laughs) well okay um so product management i i think we all just fell into this and i thought it was important in the beginning that everyone knew what the project was as early on in the beginning and my goal um I wasn't the lead or anything, but this was like a personal goal. And I was definitely pushing people was everyone knows how this app works. Everyone knows the general data flow, no matter which part of it you're working on, because we knew we were going to be working in parallel, uh, the server team and the app team. And so we just wanted to make sure early on everyone was on the same page. It was like we were all PMs in the beginning. So we were asking all the business questions, all that stuff, just trying to get our heads around the problem. As the product moved on, as we actually started coding, that's where we fell apart a little bit, actually. Uh, so we had one big fault. Uh, there wasn't good communication. So we ended up creating uh, two different data models between the server and the app. And so we ended up actually having to write a little translation layer <laughs> to go between them. So that was a stupid, ugly mistake that was a product of... Um, trying to do things in parallel before the app was like really, really finalized and not having an overruler or anything like that, making sure that we were staying in sync. So, you know, problems like that cropped up, but they're kind of inevitable when you're working at the speed and trying to accomplish so much stuff. So it actually could have been worse, but definitely frustrating. That, yeah, and those I think kinds that of things.
0: one thing getting going forward on it that I was really happy with, um, uh, you know, I, I talked about some of the management that I did uh, ahead of time, and kind of like the, the teams didn't necessarily see it until the end, was that I used Mobile Center to do all the mobile app building. So what was really cool is I uploaded all the certs, got all the key stores, I created groups, and I was able to not only integrate the crash reporting and analytics scaffold that all out, but literally um, I could deploy immediately, because I think sometimes the hardest part is the deployment part. So I said, hey, Teams, focus on building the apps, I'm gonna handle the building, the deploying, the crash reporting, the analytics, because I think a lot of people start thinking about these, oh, there's all this other stuff that goes into an app, and I say, no, 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 let's just focus on one thing, and I'll handle the rest, Mm -hmm. whether that was a good idea on my end or not, but
1: um, (laughs) I totally did it, yeah. I think it was, and in in the beginning, you you told us all this, and I was hoping that we'd actually be able to get to test the app more often. Like, every time we pushed a master, we'd get a build of the app and get to test it around. But the fact was, any time anyone had a chance to catch their breath, they were back onto another thing to work on, like a real actual feature fix or something like that. And so we never actually had the time to just play with the app and enjoy the app and do that kind of stuff, you know. I used to say, uh, when you finish an app, you you need to take two two more weeks of just using the app not working on it just use it and we definitely didn't get to that point but you enabled it but we didn't quite get there <laughs> yeah the nice thing <laughs> a is little annoying.
0: the nice thing is that I did actually get to deploy to a lot of the nonprofits were there so they came up and we deployed it onto their iPad or whatever and they were blown away i think that they're just like oh my goodness like someone built this thing it's not done yet but like i get to <laughs> put it onto my device it was mind blowing and to me that was a really Cool part of this hackathon because it was a different type of hackathon where we were delivering for these nonprofits. And I forget that I create these mobile apps nearly every day. And I do them for myself and yeah. I'm just, I take them for granted where <laughs> these people from the nonprofits were, they saw the product even during development and they were blown away. Like it was the coolest thing to them. And to me, that that gave me a really warm and fuzzy feeling, even though I got to insert some code here and there and some knowledge from here and there. But I, that was a really cool feeling uh, for the day. I think it really made me feel like It was worth it.
1: Yeah, and uh, we should talk about Demo Day in particular, but uh, there was another, um, while we were actually working on the app, the person from the charity was there um, just hanging out. They were kind of like the PM, the customer, you know, to talk to and figure things out if we ran into issues. And it was always so much fun to hand over terrible-looking versions of the apps to them and walk them through it. I was always apologizing, oh, this is terrible, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. But they saw right through it. They're like, oh, yeah, that's good, okay, I want to be able to select this. Oh, can we change the wording here a little bit? So it was fun to get that kind of immediate feedback that we got and just seeing them enjoy the process, too
0: yeah i think that don't get that with the games (laughs) you don't know basically you are just up there trying to demo it at the end of the day and here it is and you're good to go so before we get into demo day and how successful it was i would say was there was there anything during the days that you would change like during the two days if you could Uh, redo it what would you have done mm, different
1: i would have been a lot more stricter about some of our bigger decisions that bit us in the butt toward the end there um I would have definitely elected the the technical lead. Like I said, I think that would have just cleared up a lot of stuff. Um, do differently? No, because I, I think everyone was doing their best, you know, um, given the circumstances and everything. Like, no regrets, right? We did as, as good a job as we could, given the, all the constraints. Um, where could we have gone better? I think we've already talked about the big points.
0: Yeah, it's pretty fun day what I liked definitely was, well, I guess that's a good question. Like we did check-ins
1: and... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I did say I wanted to talk about these. These I found a bit frustrating. So this was uh, uh, when James and the other organizer were walking around and they just, they wanted to just check in and see how you were doing. But the, what I found frustrating was about it was um, you would ask us what problems we came, ran into. We would tell you the problems and then you start questioning why we're having those problems and it's like okay you guys haven't been sitting here for the last 16 hours should i like tell you the last 16 hours of stuff here or can you trust that we're just doing as good a job as we can and we'll come to you if we need specific help so i didn't enjoy that like well, that shouldn't have been a problem for you. We're like, well, it was. Give us a break. <laughs> yeah. 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 You got to lay so off didn't a like little that. bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, chill. Like we're, we're going as fast as we can here. <laughs> that makes
0: sense. I think that it was good. It was from a high level, from an organizer's point of view, because you, you and I basically, basically have different point of views of this day. And I think from. Mm-hmm when I was sitting there, I just got tons of questions, tons of questions. And as time were going, we're like, okay, well, will we actually have something done? Like, is there something that we can submit? Like how far away is this? Or what are the, cause there's a lot of components, even though it's a mobile hackathon, there was all the, the yeah. database, the web part of it. And mm-hmm. I think more than anything, we wanted to say, what could we help out with? Like, what could we do right now? And, and, um, I think that was the or like, what, what can we knowledge drop down and say, no, just switch it to this or switch it to that, you know, in general design or things like that. But it was quite hard because I would, that, it wasn't actually at, at that. 48 hours either. It was, you know, 24 hours total maybe of, of doing it, which is even more complicated.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and, and the unfortunate thing is at that point in the process we didn't really need more knowledge. We just needed more people typing. <laughs> you know? So it's like, oh, your ideas are wonderful. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Can we get back to work now?
0: <laughs> and I think I had in my mind, realistic expectations that the apps and the backends would get Close, like some, some may get closer to being done. Some may, some may actually be functionally done and just need cleanup and testing and things. I don't think I was expecting that any app would get a hundred percent done. Were you, what were your expectations, right. I guess, for the day?
1: So, um, my expectations were slightly different than yours. Um, what I like to say is, I like to go broad on an app first. I actually like to get the end-to-end scenario working pretty much immediately. So, in in the case of my app, mine was fill out a form and submit it. That's basically the entire app. And so, you know, on day one, I would have or like hour one, I would have liked to have had a submit button that sends at least a ping to a web server. And then, you know, the next version, we would send a name. And then the next version, we would send this little bit more information. The next version, we would send an image. And then you just build up. And so I prefer to have an app that's basically functional and shippable continuously, like always kind of working. But (laughs) um, realistically, we just couldn't achieve that. And so, yeah, I I, personally, I did want every app to kind of finish, but uh, seeing how many features people were trying to get in. I totally understand why we all got to like 50% versus 100%. Yeah. But that being said, I was actually blown
0: away by how much. Oh, good. People got done.
1: Oh, good. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure. I, 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 didn't, I didn't ask your opinion because I didn't want to know it. So, yeah. <laughs> but now I'll get it. So, you're, you're, you're happy. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think that you know I have done game jams before, and I'm always blown away by how much people get done, and even the last few hours of tying everything together. And I think for this hackathon, I saw a little bit here and there. Maybe one was one app was a little bit more done or more stylized. I wasn't expecting anything to be drop dead gorgeous, right? Like there was designers Mm -hmm. and and designs (laughs) for every application. But functionality wise, we went through. So at the end of the day, everyone said, stop coding, let's just demo what you Mm -hmm. have and show it (laughs) off. And everyone sat in a different room, which was really important. So everyone gets away from the computers and sits down and demos. And I thought that was like, it was really awesome because the representatives were there. We took photos and um, got to see what everyone did and every app was a little bit done. Some were very close to being nearly done, at least on one platform or just like the concept completely done. Maybe the end work would needed to be buttoned up a little bit, but it was like the most fun. Part. I mean, I had a blast the entire weekend, even <laughs> though I was very stressed out, but seeing all yeah. of that come to completion and seeing all these different demos well, remember there's a lot of developers that were brand new to mobile development for the first time or brand new to Xamarin development for the first time. So a lot was new. So that was cool.
1: Yeah. And uh, I have to interject that you did leave for two hours. And at that point, I was the designated James. Mm -hmm. So if anyone had a question, they came to me instead of you. And that was the most crazy two hours ever, having to <laughs> solve so many problems from so many different apps, from so many different perspectives, you know, from server to configuration, to API usage, to design usage, to tool usage. It was just all over the place. And it was incredibly hectic for me. So I was very happy when you have returned. But then, so on demo day, it was very fun because I got to see a lot of projects that actually I got a glimpse into already and so it was really fun to see them uh come to fruition because i saw them in you know such rough early states (laughs) so it was really fun to see them completed yeah uh, just for my part
0: (laughs) yeah so let's button it up here frank how many more hackathons are you doing this year (laughs) or would you do another one ever
1: Yes, I will. Um, I think I have to do a low pressure one next time, like a game one or something, just so I can just chill and have fun with the code. But, um, doing this for a charity was fantastic. Um, on demo day, we got a lot of, got a lot of stories about how these people are help, helping people around the community. And I feel like, you know, we should always do more. So this one was a very good one. I'm very happy I participated in it and I would definitely do it again. But I think I have to do a low pressure one next.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that um, I-, I loved it. I'm super ha- happy that I got to help organize it, participate with some code. I What was really fun is that there was a very map heavy Android and iOS app and I got to work a lot in Android XML and mm. uh, it made me very happy. Uh, uh, cause yeah. I love it. native
1: development is fun. Yeah.
0: I love the native development. I was just having so much fun and I was teaching people and well, it was super chaotic and super tiring. Like when I left for two hours, I actually took a nap because I, I got home, mm-hmm. eat dinner, took a nap. <laughs> I had to, my brain was just because I was doing not only answering questions, but doing all this oh, other stuff. Yeah. So I think I would definitely do one again. I think mobile is a good theme. I think that you and I discussed like if, Not only just to create the app templates, but to create a database, create a uh, web API, create a website, like have that scaffolded. And then it would have been the decisions you can still make, but you're on this path for the entire architecture of the app because it is such a big project. It's not just like, oh, I'm going to go make a mobile app, you know, in a day. It's all the other things that I think got in the way. But I yeah, I think
1: it. we said it. It just it ends a technical argument. Mm-hmm. It's a technical argument we don't have to have now. And in the case of my team, that would have saved us a half day. Yeah, actually, so yeah. that would have been nice. Yeah. yeah but don't out next time don't go
0: into a hackathon <laughs> like this with just file new because like definitely do some <laughs> setup which is great and we used yeah. so i want to talk about the tools a little bit too before we even get out of here so we used github
1: mm-hmm. and github teams how'd that work yep great uh we didn't use the teams part but oh yeah we did use teams what am i saying yeah github great fantastic love GitHub. it worked great and
0: we we figured because there's also if you wanted to do issues and you wanted to do a little kanban board they are there yeah you know done
1: right we yeah. used... We didn't take advantage, well, yeah. <laughs> but we should have. <laughs> yeah, we should
0: have. We used uh, not Slack. We used Discord, no. which was my decision. Yeah.
1: That was good. Uh, I had never used Discord before. Yeah, it's like a little faster version of Slack. Mm-hmm. Great.
0: <laughs> the The reason, I'll say the reason people are like, why well, wouldn't you Slack? Slack's a de facto. And the reason we didn't use Slack was because Slack is very hard to get people onto. Like you have to know everyone's email. You have to do this with mm-hmm. Discord. You can just send a link and then everyone can register. Yeah that was nice yeah
1: i can never log into slack i have to reset passwords send emails Mm -hmm. it's like a three email process to get into slack for me it's too much
0: and discord has all of it built in everything that slack has but it's a little bit different um Mm -hmm. we use mobile center like i mentioned for all the devops stuff we used azure because azure gave i think all the charities get five thousand dollars a month or five thousand dollars a year something like that it's a lot of money
1: yeah that was that was really generous and the mobile center was actually kind of hilarious because uh james could see the uh home of your app your first page and so james was like yeah yeah i see you got some buttons on there Got some buttons gotta have those buttons um what
0: else do we use anything else
1: mm. uh we use screaming a lot of screaming a lot of yeah.
0: communication big room it was at microsoft <laughs> which gave the room for free mm-hmm. to the event
1: and these charities that was actually the best part uh was having a giant room mm-hmm. because you could jump from team to team if you did have a problem Be like how did you guys solve this yeah <laughs> so that was
0: that was actually good yeah i think that's kind of nice is having everyone there trying to collaborate like hey because we're all trying to solve, solve similar problems so that's the stuff that we used i think that people use some people use mac some people use pc different web technology yep you know at all m- m- mix, yeah we up. were
1: we were mixed between macs and pcs androids and ios but somehow those were never uh problems for us like that those platform boundaries did not matter because we were using xamarin forms and uh some people were using visual studio on windows some on mac yeah it worked like- fine
0: it was a cool cool to see everything come together it gave me a warm fuzzy feeling and i will totally do another one uh at some point in the future but i I agree with you maybe lower stress kind of work on my own things yeah
1: yeah yeah we'll do a two-person two-person hackathon
0: hackathon. it's just (laughs) called working on a daily basis oh every day is a hackathon frank had to bring it down yeah okay uh anything else you want to mention frank <laughs> no, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. We'll, we'll do it again. Well, I would be super interested to know if any of our listeners participated in a hackathon or done anything like that and how it went to see if it matched our kind of crazy life of a nonstop weekend <laughs> hackathon for charity, which is super fun. So you can write into the show anytime by going to mergeconflict.fm. There's a contact button. We get a direct email. We love hearing from our listeners. So even if it's not that you want to write something else, let us know. We also read all the reviews that are on Overcast or Apple Podcasts at high helps us out for sharing letting people know about the podcast and of course you can follow us on twitter uh, on social media anywhere you can subscribe wherever podcasts are available they're everywhere everywhere i think that's about it frank i miss you i'm glad we got to see blade runner last night that was fun so (laughs) yeah a lot of a lot of james this week we'll see if i disappear now (laughs) i like that you gotta have a lot of james in your life well until next week i'm james montemagno and i'm frank krueger
1: thanks for listening